Good evening and welcome to another edition of Harmonics. Today's guest is a very special person, not only in our world, but my world. A lady that actually helps others that are being human trafficked at this very moment as I'm on the set today. She has and she belongs and she does New Day for Children. Today's guest is none other than Kathy Wilson. Kathy Wilson, welcome to my show. Thank you, Gregory. So glad to be here. I am so happy that you're here. You're an inspiration to me the first time I heard you speak. Um, and I'm glad you're here. Tell me a little bit about New Day for Children and what it, how it all started. So New Day for Children started 11 years ago, just um, realizing a large group of people in the Bay Area and mostly the Oakland, uh, I'd say Oakland, San Leandro, well, this area, right okay. where we are, um, learned about sex trafficking of children and that it's going on all around us in our own backyard, in our midst, not just overseas, not mm -hmm. a third world issue. Mm -hmm. And that very little is being done in our country to address it and to help these kids mm -hmm. that are being victimized. Mm -hmm. And so um, we saw a need and we knew it needed to be filled. So this was 11 years ago and we basically started from nothing. It's been kind of a series of miracles all along. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a really good friend in the DA's office in Alameda County, DA Nancy O'Malley and Charmaine Bach, who um, they started the HEAT unit right here, Human Exploitation and Trafficking, a dedicated unit, mm -hmm. which has been a model for the entire country mm. to um, to have, have these units in law enforcement specifically focused on child trafficking. Um, so we had support from them and all sorts of other wonderful people in the community, churches, Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis, people such as yourself. And that's, um, that's how we got it off the ground, was really a grassroots community mm -hmm. endeavor. Um, because we were birthed out of Oakland, um, most of the girls initially referred to us were from this area, but mm -hmm. that grew out also. So it's shaped up now over the past 11 years that two-thirds of our girls have come from all over the state of California. We get a lot from the Central Valley, from Southern California, San Diego, and then a third are from states all around the country. Mm. So we've had kids from Michigan, Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina, Minnesota, because mm -hmm. um, there are still, even after we've been at this for 11 years, um, very few programs for minors um, that include, that are housing, residential programs. Mm -hmm. So we partner, we seek out the best residential programs that we can find mm -hmm. for this population, and we partner with them. We do fundraisers, churches do spaghetti dinners for us, synagogues do uh, pancake breakfasts, you name it. People have done wedding receptions and say, instead of bringing us a gift, bring a check for New Day, birthday parties. And, and that's how it's happened. Mm -hmm. um, we have kids referred to us from law enforcement, 
operations who are rescued from the streets. The FBI is really doing a fantastic job combating child trafficking and does these nationwide sweeps and stings now mm -hmm. that have been very publicized. Mm -hmm. So that's how a lot of people have learned about the issue is from these national sweeps. They just did one recently. Um, we can have girls placed with us directly by judges mm -hmm. um, who can give a girl, we may be uh, one of three options presented mm -hmm. to her at her you know, court hearing. So you've been, you've been saying basically girls. Mm -hmm. What is the age from the age of, from the youngest to what, what is the age in there? Is okay. It so most of the girls that we have worked with um, have come to our, into our care around the age of 13, 14. Wow. That's the average age. The mm -hmm. youngest girl who came to us was 11 mm -hmm. when she arrived. Mm -hmm. um, but we, uh, many of our girls have been sold for sex since the age of three or five or seven. So we, we get them in their teen years, but it's often, for many of them, it's the only life they've known. So Kathy, let me ask you that. So how can that, okay, a child, you just said, mentioned three at the beginning that possibly, yes, mm -hmm. or have. How does that happen? What, how, do, how, does the, how does that baby who's an infant at three and so young, how does she land into that kind of traffic or human mm -hmm. trafficking? So if it's been going on from a really early age, it's typically um, a family member or someone known to the family. Mm -hmm maybe surreptitiously, maybe the parents are completely unaware. Uh, one of our, you know, every girl's, and, and, and I do want to backtrack too, because you mentioned I just said girls. Mm -hmm. We, up until this point, have only cared for girls. Mm -hmm. Boys could be as many as oh. um, half of the victims in this wow. country. Mm -hmm. So it, we don't want, and they're neglected, and their, their story has not been told. Mm -hmm. And there's only one program in the whole country that is doing for boys what we do for girls, mm -hmm. for boy trafficking victims mm -hmm. in Florida. Mm -hmm. So um, we actually, when this COVID season is over, we are going to get right down there and pay them a visit mm -hmm. and hope that we can um, start our first partnership with the boys program mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. um, but so, okay, but tell me your question again. Okay. <laughs> I want the age bracket. I mean, how does how could somebody yeah, okay, be yes, so young yes. and then you, you know right. how do they get into that whole area of just when you you know cross right. count trafficking? Every, so every girl's story, every child's story is different. Mm -hmm. um, one of our girls was trafficked by her mother, mm -hmm. who had been in turn trafficked by her mother. Mm -hmm. So it was a familial generational oh. thing, um, and that was. Uh, a California girl. Yes. Um, one of our girls from the East Coast, her father came and got her when she was in third grade and brought her into the living room and said, I'm going to train you how to make some money for our family. So, um, it, it, you know, each story is unique to mm -hmm. that child mm -hmm. and tragic. Mm -hmm. um, we've had girls who have been trafficked by gangs and that can start at a young age. Uh, so you know, it, we've it's, seen every storyline under the sun. So when when this is actually happening in in our area, in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. and also we know the world, um, and we know that uh, this can, is just so outraged. I'm outraged as a father who has a daughter who's older, and she, you know, uh, 
I, I, I protecting my daughter, but it just seems that it's just so crazy. Now, is it, uh, you said Central Valley, with those, is it basically areas where people are uh, in poverty that is it, or is it basically, is it, could, does it cover all uh, classes? Or? Okay, so and that's, you're getting to a really important um, point of mm -hmm. just how this thing looks and, and how it's, changing. Yes. So in the past, it's been estimated that up to 60% of these kids were from trafficked from foster care settings, not necessarily by the foster parents, but mm -hmm. these were just kids who already were vulnerable and at risk. Mm -hmm. So that is all still going on. So, so runaways, mm -hmm. um, kids from, you know, from broken families, from families where there's drug addiction, abuse issues. Mm -hmm. One of the common denominators for children who are trafficked is that there was some type of prior sexual abuse at somebody's hand. Mm -hmm. And so there's a point of vulnerability for that child. Mm -hmm. um, so poverty does play into it, but increasingly it's anybody and everybody. And that's because of the little gadgets that we all carry around in our pockets and our purses, mm -hmm. our phones. Yes. So our kids are very tech savvy and growing up with all this. Mm -hmm. And um, so we all now have just at our fingertips mm -hmm. the ability for great help and you know uh, usefulness mm -hmm. and also survival. Yes, and also great harm. So technology is not always the friend of our children. This is true. Um, and so. Most of the girls that we've cared for, over 90 girls now in the past 11 years, and the average stay with us is 15 months. But mm -hmm. we've had some kids that we've worked with for now going on six years. So when you said that, I'm, uh, that's interesting. So mm -hmm. they have a little longevity with you. Uh, how, are they, um, since they've been abused, uh, do, do you have any success stories where the person has moved on to a better life? Oh, absolutely. Good. So, and, and I was, if I can just finish up the last sure. thought. Um, so it's all still happening the way it always has with the most at-risk and vulnerable kids. Mm -hmm. Street kids and um, kids who have, kids who are, have vulnerabilities in one way or another. But the, the change with technology is that anyone can now come into your living room. And so kids in the past from um, intact, very healthy families, from affluent areas, from uh, small towns, where this would not have been in the picture in the past unless yes. it was like an abduction, like of Elizabeth Smart, you know, something like that. Yes. And she actually spoke at our brunch this last oh, year. Really? She's a wonderful person mm -hmm. and, and is a real advocate for victimized kids. Mm -hmm. But um, now it's any, anyone is at risk through their social media because it's all about the followers and the likes and that kind of creates a perfect storm for children being victimized because they don't know who's following them and they're being actively um, stalked and preyed upon through those social media. So okay, that's, that's pretty interesting. So the electronic eye that looks at us every day mm -hmm. actually can actually be detrimental to people who don't really pay attention to what their children yeah. are seeing or what the child is thinking that that person or those people are good people. Right. And even even parents, you know, we don't want to just run to fault the parents because if your child is on a computer or a cell phone, you cannot monitor that child every moment of the day and they see things on their friends phones at school mm -hmm. at recess and they're so smart they can get around the parental control things and 
you know, they can run circles around us. <laughs> so, it's absolutely, know, <laughs> absolutely. It, it's not always due to parents, you know, not being diligent. In fact, um, there's a, okay, a, a girl, Northern California girl. I'll just give you one story. Well, I want Northern you to California hear a girl. Yeah, okay. okay. Straight A student, middle school, going into seventh grade. Okay. On the soccer team, student government. Okay. All right. Great gal, professional parents, one of whom is in law enforcement. All right. Okay. So this girl um, is trafficked by two high school boys from the local high school. And this is not, this is a very nice, very uh, wonderful schools, all the bells and whistles, nice community, all right? Mm -hmm. um, and they're making lots of money off her. She's beautiful, she's smart, and she feels like she's uh, the queen bee. Mm -hmm. And this happens all through her middle school, seventh grade <laughs> and eighth grade. Um, she is sold for sex before school, after school, and on weekends. Parents think she's at soccer practice, she's babysitting, uh, bruises, cuts she has, injuries or soccer injuries, and her grades never slumped. Nothing to outward appearances changed. She's living with her parents right under the nose of a parent in law enforcement. Right. Okay, so I'm telling you, if it can happen to a family like that, it can happen to anybody, mm -hmm. right? Right. And um, these parents had their first clue they had what was going on with their darling daughter they speared her away to Nevada to be so to traffic her in the casinos and so now she's a missing child and so they don't know where she is they had no idea she's in Nevada they don't know mm -hmm. where their daughter is the police recovered her mm -hmm. sometime later right. and that is the first this family knew that their daughter had actually been being sold for sex all through middle school oh my goodness under their noses under their noses mm -hmm. Yes, and um, and the two just and it was two one story and it, and it was actually the high school kids high school boys yes. high school boys that actually preyed on her yes so, so the, how how did when they're getting the money who's getting the money those two guys or they those? actually gave her uh, kickbacks mm -hmm. that's that's not common usually the people in charge get all the money and if if the if the girls uh, keep any of it they can be severely punished for that so she to turn it all in turn it all in so she, right so she never ever thought in her wildest dreams that she was doing anything wrong when they were or they brainwashed her how did you actually get a yeah. To 12 year old. In her case, you know, she felt like she's riding around with these cute high school guys, hunky Captain high school the guys. Captain football team. Yeah, status. So, in, you know, now what, t what often happens is as time goes on, uh, they have unpleasant experiences, they have violent experiences, and they realize, hey, this isn't what I thought it was. This isn't a glamorous life. This isn't, I'm not a, an Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have a lot of things that are luring mm -hmm. people in. Mm -hmm. um, some of it, just the overt sexuality of our culture, sex sells. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, you know, it's everywhere. And, mm -hmm. and so when they see, um, when they see underwear models now on primetime TV doing yes. fashion shows, well then sexting pictures of yourself in your underwear, that seems like a cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the lines have blurred culturally mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And you know, we and you're in music, okay? Mm -hmm. For example, okay, the yes. gal who uh, President-elect yes. Biden just interviewed, right. Megan the Stallion and Cardi, Cardi right. B right. just had this number one smash hit, and what's it about? A brothel. A house of prostitution, glamorizing it, mm -hmm. and so you know the lines are really getting blurred, blurred and yes. we have to look. 
What are the things speaking into the minds and hearts of our children? Mm -hmm. How can we talk about this and counter mm -hmm. some of this messaging they're getting? Because um, it's, it's more than they have the context or the maturity to handle. Mm -hmm. And before they know it, they're over their heads. They're mm -hmm. in over their heads. So how do you think, okay, so the lines are very blurry and we all know that's, uh, that how our culture is sex does sell. You have to be beautiful anytime you walk out the door or anything. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you go about this to, to, to make a person healthier and understand what she's doing is, is not right? How do you guys do that? Yeah. Is it, is it obviously to have therapy classes? or We do. And so you asked, you know, do any of our girls get out of it? Do they go on to be successful? Mm -hmm. So yes, absolutely most of them. So mm -hmm. 80 to 85% of the kids that come to us mm -hmm. get out of what's called the life and stay out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's an unheard of statistic. And it shows the need for more programs like ours that give these kids a time and space away time to heal, time to unpack their baggage, work with a therapist, peel back the layers, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. There are stages they have to work through, just like in grieving of denial and anger mm -hmm. and, you know, um, it, ta it takes time. Mm -hmm. We give them the gift of time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, therapy is a big part of it. We have, we assess them academically, we get them back on track and, you know, individualized programs, like a homeschool kind of a model. They have some small group, you know, class instruction mm -hmm. typically as well. Mm -hmm. um, some of them have never been out of school and are doing great grade wise. Mm -hmm. Some of them haven't been in school for years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, e each one again They'll is have unique their own and story. different, but most of our girls have gotten out of it. Mm -hmm. They, um, they are first our first um, priority is if there is a family for them to return to, mm -hmm. that if the family wasn't victimizing them, then we want that family to be unified and healed and um, help them uh, help them work through what does it look like for their daughter to make a successful re-entry mm -hmm. and not fall back into this life. Mm -hmm. And we've even helped uh, a family relocate out of state because it wasn't safe for their daughter mm -hmm. to you know to come back mm -hmm. to the area where she was trafficked mm -hmm. by a gang. Um, but we've had girls graduate from college. We oh, have good. two of our graduates are now uh, working with us, helping us with projects and media and technology, all the things that are better at than, than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yes, some of our girls are married, uh -huh. mothers, beautiful, back in high school, graduating high school. Mm -hmm. So, so you have many success stories. Yes. So let's, let's go, let's go, let's go West coast to East coast, North and South mm -hmm. in the United States. How many children are being trafficked? Throughout our, mm -hmm. throughout the United States, you would say estimate. And you know, you will hear numbers all over the map. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on who's gathering the data. Mm -hmm. So the National Human Trafficking Hotline keeps statistics, but that's based on the number of calls that they get, and okay. so that's more of a low figure. Mm -hmm. um, I I think in the hundreds of thousands of kids at risk of this happening mm -hmm. to them is a conservative way to frame it. Okay. But I, I think the numbers, I, I think the higher numbers are much more accurate because most people don't call the human trafficking hotline, especially children. Mm -hmm. It's more adult callers. Mm -hmm. And um, 
these are anywhere you have a dark corner or a dark room, a freeway, a motel, this can happen and does happen. And so most of it is just flying under the radar. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is swept under the rug and never discovered. Right. So if you think about how hard it is to ferret out classic, just regular sexual mm -hmm. abuse, child abuse. Mm -hmm. This is child abuse taken to its furthest, you know, mm -hmm. extreme, really. Mm -hmm. um, it, the, it comes down to it's a human heart condition. <laughs> and, huh. and we can appeal to the better angels you know, yes, yes. of yes, all of us. The more positive people. So yeah. uh, what came to light too, as you know, was uh, very um, newsworthy. It was headlines. Epstein. So he was mm -hmm. basically a, uh, yes. a, a trafficker yes. for the elite or whatever. Uh, he right. was uh, just, uh, you know, a very terrible, ugly person that did things to yeah. young, young girls and giving them $200 or whatever. Um, so he would be like that, wouldn't he? Would yes. He? And so, and it, and again, w our girls have come from. We've taken care of every ethnicity of child mm -hmm. from every small town, from suburbs, inner cities, um, every socioeconomic level. Some mm -hmm. of our girls have been from very wealthy families. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a girl whose parents were both professors um, in the UC system. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it just like all over the map. And same with the. Same with the people who are the purchasers, who are mostly men. Mm -hmm. um, but it's high and low. So we've had girls who've been taken to service migrant workers in mm -hmm. the fields. Oh, um, So we've had girls flown out to penthouses in New York. So there, um, there are, quote-unquote, safe houses. Um, you could have a house look squeaky clean on the neighborhood, you right. know? And and where it can happen that they price it thirty minute inter intervals fifteen dollars um, or excuse me fifteen minute intervals thirty dollars so that's a price point anyone can afford so the sad thing is is that the purchasers the who they call the Johns which I hate because I have a lot of people I love named John um, <laughs> I but, can understand <laughs> um, there's an apostle named John too. <laughs> the purchasers are come from every walk of life blue collar white collar every ethnicity so there's not just one culpable group here mm -hmm. and it's also not a bad male against good female issue to frame it that way is a mistake because mm -hmm. even though most of the buyers of sex worldwide are men a lot of women are in on the money-making side mm -hmm. our first child was sold to a female brothel owner in mexico and she was a california girl a foster child kidnapped at the age of 10, walking to school, drugged, taken to Mexico, and sold to a monster female who kept her locked in this brothel for four years until the Amazing FBI rescued her. story. So uh, that was our first little girl. And she'll always kind of, you know, be a stand-in or representative to me of just all these kids, you know, mm -hmm. a little foster child. And, mm -hmm. and this is her life. Mm -hmm. She's already had the trauma of, you know, being okay. abused by her mother and separated. And, and now she has this happen to her and thousands of unspeakable encounters in those four years in that brothel. And she survived. Mm -hmm. And so the human spirit, you know, amazes me. Um, we are resilient, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and we can, mm -hmm. we can be healed. Mm -hmm. Not that these things don't leave a huge scar. Nope. Right huge mark, 
but um, one of the big things we like to convey to our girls is you are not the sum of the worst things that ever happened mm -hmm. to you. That does not just define you. And that's one of the messages they're, get, they're told by perpetrators to keep them down and do that. No one's ever going to want you. You're just trash. This mm. is all you're good for. That's all they you know? hear. Yes. Yeah, that, that kind of messaging. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. That is not true. There is hope. Mm -hmm. There is restoration. And our girls are living proof of that. Excellent. So as, as you move forward into the future, and you're having more and more people coming to your aid and listening mm -hmm. to you. What do you think, obviously it's, it's not going to end immediately, but what do you think lies in the future? You should, there should be more eyes on it. Yes. Uh, more money uh, in it to help these children. More everything. Okay, that's that's <laughs> what I want to More police officers, more law enforcement. We need more manpower out there mm -hmm. searching out. This this takes a lot of mm -hmm. labor and commitment, and mm -hmm. you know, dedicated peace officers, law enforcement officers are knocking themselves silly, trying to help these kids and doing a great job. So you know, and and that takes money and manpower to mm -hmm. do that. So. When you know about this issue, about human trafficking, mm -hmm. just be careful. You know, be careful how you go about trying to make things better. Mm -hmm. um, we do need to always be trying to reinvent the mm -hmm. wheel and make things better. Mm -hmm. But we also want to recognize the great good that is being done and the people that are being that helped, you know. And um, yes, more eyes, more more awareness in the community because one of the big things we've we've heard over and over, people don't want to hear it. This the yuck factor of this topic is just way high, right. and so pe it, it, it's intrusive, mm -hmm. it's disrupting, and so there can be a thing. Oh, I want to fortress myself off with my family, just watch movies and chill and have pizza and you know <laughs> let other people take care of this yeah, awful stuff, and it's not going to touch us. Right. We these are our kids. We have to get a fire in our belly about it, like mm -hmm. you did, mm -hmm. and you're wearing our butterfly that we gave out at our event. I am telling you, it's, it's um, you, you inspired me. Yeah, I'm an advocate. I'm a total, and that's why I had to have you. When I, right after you talked, I, that's why I went off, walked up to you. Mm -hmm. I just said, you know what, I have a television show mm -hmm. and you just sparked something in me. And I think that, you know, uh, it, next, next year, I'd like you to come back again and just I talk. I would love to come uh, back. Maybe bring one of our girls. Bring one of the girls. And, yeah. and you know, because I, I believe that it's it should be told. The story should be told. Mm -hmm. You are totally, you yourself are an angel. No. You know. Uh, no, Gregory, but thank you. <laughs> but, but <laughs> and I, I, let me just give a caveat there. Okay. Because when I say bring one of our girls, my number one thing I want our girls to do is to guard their stories carefully. Mm -hmm. Don't put it out there. Unless you want to be a survivor advocate mm -hmm. because now people are cruel mm -hmm. you know things are out on the internet yes. and they're there forever so I, we don't want to exploit re-exploit our girls right. their stories are their own right. but we do have some girls who who have made the determination as they've gotten older you know what i want to be a survivor advocate and those are real leaders in the anti-trafficking movement wow. so it would be a girl like that who's who who wants to share her own story. Well, thank you today for coming on the show. It's been real inspiring, really informative. Um, I'd like you to look into the camera and I'd like to thank uh, Kathy Wilson for being here, for sharing this, these stories. 
uh, keeping us all informed of what actually is going in in our Bay Area. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. California, um, California is probably the number one state in the country mm -hmm. for um, for human trafficking. California, Florida, Georgia, New York, Nevada, mm -hmm. those are top states. But the Bay Area is a major hub for the entire country. Yes, right, right here. This is ours to tend to. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. So I want to thank her so much. Thank you, Kathy, for coming, and I want you to come back. Um, her place is called the New Day for Children. It is a new day, and I hope this helps all of us to recognize that our youth are so important. Uh, not only girls, but also she brought up the the case of also young boys. So. This has been a very special and edition of Harmonics. I want to thank you for watching. And, um, you know, watch us on Facebook, Harmonics with Gregory Correa. Uh, our podcast with also with Gregory Correa, which is Harmonics. I'd like to thank my producers for actually having Kathy to actually come and agree with what we were going to do today. I'd like to thank all of you. And what we normally do, we always either give a kiss out to our audience and say peace. Oh, I love that. So here we go. We're going to give everybody a little kiss. Love you all, and God bless you. Be safe. Peace and love. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>